0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. G'day
1: fellow hams, I'm Graham VK4BB, vk 4 Baker Baker, with the national news from the Wireless Institute of Australia. VI70MI. VI-70MI is a special call sign issued to commemorate 70 years of the Australian National Antarctic Research Expeditions for Macquarie Island, which, since 1947, have served Australia in the South Polar regions. VK4JJW has more on VI-70MI.
2: Australian amateurs are using the sign VI70MI to mark 70 years since the establishment of the first Australian National Antarctic Research Expedition radio station on Macquarie Island. They're getting on the air from the Australian mainland, however, not taking a trip to the sub-Antarctic island. The call sign, however, recognises the first radio communication station commissioned on the island on the 21st of March in 1948. That came just months after Australia had established the very first of its sub-Antarctic stations on Heard Island the previous December. Macquarie Island Station allowed expeditioners to spend the winter there and stay connected with the world they left behind, thanks to radio. Presently, there's only one active operator on the island, Norbert VK0AL. Unlike Heard Island, there have been no de-expeditions so far to Macquarie Island. So, if you want to get in on the action without going to any sub-Antarctic extremes, be listening for VI70MI from Ham's on the Australian mainland until the 31st of August. I'm John Williams, VK4, JJW.
1: Tasmania is to spend 22 million on digital transformation in 2018-19. The Tasmanian government has delivered its 2018-19 state budget, announcing plans to spend $22 million on digital transformation during the year. In particular, the state will be investing 10 million into Digital Transformation Priority Expenditure Program, 7.8 million on Project Unify, and another 1.5 million on its budget information management system. Another digital transformation initiative, Project Unify, is hoping to upgrade a number of disparate, disconnected and ageing police IT systems. These support policing operations and external clients. The Apple aisle expects a further $2.3 million to be spent on Project Unify in 2019-2020. China's international radio service, China Radio International, or CRI, has taken over some of ABC Radio Australia's old shortwave radio frequencies in the Pacific. The national broadcaster ended its shortwave services last year in favour of delivering its content on new platforms. This resulted in savings of almost $2 million. CRI has picked up at least two frequencies that broadcast into the Pacific, 9580 and 7240 kHz. Radio Australia ceased shortwave broadcasting in January 2017 and now an inquiry is being conducted jointly by the Departments of Communication and the Arts along with the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade. The inquiry's consultation period started June 4 and concludes August 3, 2018 at 5pm. Peter Marks, VK2 TPM has more. The
3: terms of reference are very broad, but they specifically mention shortwave radio. Is shortwave radio still valuable and does it have a role in this world of smartphones and podcasts? Australia has a long history on shortwave, starting back in 1939. Radio Australia had an enviable reputation for unbiased and uncensored news reporting. Often the fact that a controversial story in the Asia-Pacific region was covered on Radio Australia meant that local media could then also report on these stories. In times of natural disaster or local political turmoil, shortwave gets through when everything else goes down. Google Asia-Pacific shortwave review to find the terms of reference. We'll put the link in the show notes. The review is seeking submissions from stakeholders. In particular, it would be great to hear from shortwave listeners or past consumers of Radio Australia in the Asia-Pacific region. But people who have travelled or worked may have a story worth telling. As Australians in the region, we are all stakeholders, and the review will report to government this year.
4: Across Australia, across the world, from VK1 WIA, you are tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the Burdekin, Dalrymple, and Henshabook districts, plus the city of Townsville, the WIA news transmission can be heard on the VK4 RAT VHF repeater from 9am local time every Sunday morning. On behalf of the TARC Increase Transmit Team, this is Lindell, VK4Zilla Mike. <laughs>
5: This is Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey, Director of the WIA, with this week's board comment. Firstly, I thank all those people who have taken time to write submissions to the ACMA on their latest amateur-related consultation paper, The New Approaches to Amateur Radio Qualifications Arrangements. This paper has some important ramifications that need to be considered for the future of delivery of training, examination services, issuing certificates, RPL and course management. I thank all those people and organisations who have forwarded their thoughts to the board and we will certainly be including those in the WIA submission. Now I have the privilege to announce a very significant centenary celebration that's taking place on the 22nd of September 2018. September this year marks the 100th anniversary of the first wireless transmission between Australia and the UK. Messages were transmitted from the Marconi station at 14 in Wales on the 22nd of September 1918 and were received at the Warunga home of Ernest Fisk who was the managing director of Amalgamated Wireless Australasia Limited or AWA. Two communications were sent by Morse code back to Australia. The first message was from the Prime Minister of Australia, Mr W.M. Billy Hughes, who was in the UK at the time, and the second was from the Minister for Navy, Mr Joseph Cook, who accompanied Hughes. Wireless was a very new phenomenon, and the experiment between Ernest Fiske and Cuglielmo Marconi was a significant achievement in the early development of worldwide wireless communications. There was considerable public interest and political controversy as Hughes was using this wireless message to strengthen support for the war effort in Europe at the time when support in Australia was waning. The Marconi Fisk achievement is commemorated by a plaque located outside the original receiving site in Warunga, which is still a private residence. Every five years, the Hornsby and District Amateur Radio Club, or HADARC, and the Keringai Historical Society have commemorated the event by the exchange of wireless messages with the Dragon Amateur Radio Club in Wales. This year, with additional support from Karingai Municipal Council, they are planning a major centenary celebration. A reenactment of the original message will occur adjacent to the Warunga Monument, followed by displays in the St Andrew's Church Hall some 50 metres away in Cleveland Street, which will include a working HF amateur radio station operating under the special call sign of VK100 Marconi. The Dragon Radio Club will also be operating a HF station from the Welsh site of the Marconi Transmitter using the special event call sign GB2VK and is proposed that Fiskville, located in Victoria and named after Ernest Fisk, where early transmitters were located, will be activated from Werribee Gorge State Park, which is VKFF0775. The centenary event provides an opportunity to showcase amateur radio both to the public and to higher levels of government. And it is also very significant for the descendants of the Cable and Wireless Company and the Overseas Telecommunications Commission or OTC, AWA, Siemens and the entire radio communications community. It is expected to be well attended by politicians, councillors and school from around the region and anyone interested in the history of communications. As part of the centenary celebrations, the WIA will hold an on-air event. This event will be similar to the ANZAC commemorative event where t- state and territory-based special event call signs will be allocated to any club or individual for a short period of time. The WIA has secured the call signs VI, a number, Marconi for participating states and territories and those call signs will be made available to WIA affiliated clubs and WIA members on a time-share basis for a maximum of 48 hours. The event timetable for the operation of the VI Marconi callsign application and allocation process will be posted to the WIA website. Registration for the Marconi special event callsign is expected to commence early in July. QSL cards will be issued for contacts with special event Marconi stations and WIA awards will also be available. For more details, take a look at the WIA website. This is Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey, for the WIA National News.
0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au.
6: International News with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, RAC, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. From China, a reminder that Sunday July 1st, Chinese B and C-class licensees gain access to the new WRC 15 Amateur 60 meter 5MHz secondary allocation of 5351.5 to 5366.5 kHz, with a maximum power of 15 watts EIRP, according to the number 46 Order of the Chinese Ministry of Industry and Information Technology. From Germany Broadcaster transmits field day greetings in MFSK sixty four. The AWRL reports a one hundred kilowatt HF broadcast transmitter in Noan Germany sent field day greetings to North American radio amateurs in MFSK sixty four mode. The special transmission took place during the weekly giant jukebox broadcast of the mighty KBC on nine nine two five kilohertz on june twenty four. The MFSK64 canted on 1500 Hz and began at about 0130 UTC. RSID was transmitted just before the transmission to guide decoding software to the correct mode and audio frequency. Another high power promotion for amateur radio from Germany looms. Using two 300 kilowatt transmitters from Europe Radio, DARC will broadcast just before the start of the WRTC competition. A WRTC special program across Europe on 6070 kHz and to North America on 13860 kHz on Saturday the 14th at 1100 UTC for one hour. Still on WRTC, they're all preparing, they're all training, now they're all packing. From all parts of the world, the contestants for the WRTC 2018 in Germany are getting ready to get to Wittenberg for the Amateur Radio World Cup. Amateur radio again shows no respect for politics with two-person teams, not only from single countries, but across countries who were at one time enemies. Russians working alongside Americans, parts of the old Yugoslavia working together on the radio, old feelings lost in the magic of radio competition. There are young and old and some in between. From New Zealand, there is a father and daughter team. There's three youth teams, including one with a US and Chilean ham one with a Ukrainian and Romanian ham, and one with a Hungarian and German ham. Of course, there are the well-known old hands taking part as well. Unfortunately, this time no contestants qualified from the UK or Australia, a bit like VK in another World Cup in Russia. UK to Spain, Benador or Bust. Chertseys, Radio Club's James, Mike Zero, Juliet, Foxtrot, Papa drove 1,500 miles in the Benidorm or Bus Rally Challenge, raising money for local children's hospital, driving the pirate radio car, as well as carrying lots of ham radio equipment. James Priest, a member of Chertsey Radio Club, joined with his neighbours, known as the Rotten Cherries. They took up the challenge of driving 1,500 miles from the UK to Benidorm in Spain. They bought an old Vauxhall Vectra 1.8 for just £200 and worked on designing the pirate-themed car. It had a giant flagpole attached to the back flying the classic skull and crossbones flag and the car had hundreds of pirate radio stickers including Radio Caroline and Radio Luxembourg. A new IARU member society from St Christopher's and Kitson Nevis. SARL News reports that on the 28th of May, IARU Member societies completed voting on the admission of the St Kitts Nevis Anguilla Amateur Radio Society, SKN AARS, to the International Amateur Radio Union as the representative of the Radio Amateurs of the Federation of St Christopher, St Kitts and Nevis. S-K-N-A-A-R-S does not claim to represent Anguilla, which is already represented in the IARU by the Anguilla Amateur Radio Society. The inclusion of Anguilla in the name of S-K-N-A-A-R-S dates to an earlier time. With 56 affirmative votes required for admission, there were 62 affirmative votes cast with no dissenting votes. S-K-N-A-A-R-S thus becomes a member of the IARU and of IARU Region 2. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW, leaving you with this news about a new award to get your feet wet with beaches on the air. Now here's an award that will have you wishing for an endless summer. Mike Askins, Kilo Echo 5, Charlie X Rain Papa, is our man on the beach for this story.
7: While some people bring suntan lotion and a surfboard or maybe just a good book to the beach, others wouldn't be seen on the shore without their rig and an antenna, because a beach day can also be a ham radio day. The program known as beaches on the air is encouraging hams to operate portable and qualify for awards as activators chasers the hams who contact them can also compete for honors the idea took root in a conversation in 2013 between diego ec1cw and his friend ernesto ea1lq a fellow ham and sota activator Diego told Newsline that the award scheme really took off sometime after December of 2015 when he chose the windy Atlantic coastline of the Spanish beach Riazor for the first activations. Beaches on the air was on the map at last. International users now call CQ from the shore in Greece, Bulgaria, Spain, Croatia, Portugal, the UK and elsewhere around the world. In fact, just a few weeks after Diego's first activations, Vlado, Z35M, an amateur in Macedonia, requested that the program include the beaches there. A ham for nearly 35 years, Vlado is a big proponent of portable operations and a frequent activator. BOTA covers not only seaside beaches, but also those on inland lakes and rivers. A full list of the approved sites and the awards that can be earned is at beachesontheair.com. So, with the summer arriving in some parts of the world, be listening as hams on the beach catch a wave—a radio wave, that
3: is—from the Amateur Radio Newsline. I'm editor Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT, and you're listening to VK1WIA.
8: Ham Radio Operational News. It's contact sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. July 14, 15, Worldwide IARUHF Championship. July 21, VKZL Trans Tasmanoban Contest. August 11, 12, VK Remembrance Day Contest. August 18, 19, Worldwide Lighthouse and Lightship Weekend. August 25, 26, VK Lara YL Contest. October 6, Worldwide Oceania DX Contest. VK Shies Logs are due back now and Trent VK-40 has supplied in our text edition the calls of all logs the date. Soccer World Cup Special Event Station VK-18-FIFA Australia's Hellenic Amateur Radio Association is yet another ham outlet hosting a special event station during the Soccer World Cup held in Russia. The World Cup will run from June 14 to July 15, or if you're only interested in Australia, have a long cup of tea. Radio Amateur members of the Hellenic Amateur Radio Association of Australia will be active as VK18FIFA from San Susie, Sydney, for the duration of the FIFA World Cup 2018 on HF. QSL via VK2IR, but note it is a direct route only. VI-50-IARU-3 IAA Region 3 has 39 member countries and to help celebrate the formation 50 years ago, the WIA has been able to secure a special call sign, VI50IAIU3, which will be on the air until the 31st of August. GB1NHS permanent special event call sign. Essex Ham reports the official launch of GB1NHS. This unique permanent special event call sign is being looked after on behalf of the National Health Service by Paul Devlin, G1SMP. Paul has plans to put the call sign to good use, promoting both amateur radio within the NHS and NHS initiatives using amateur radio. Radio Caroline twenty eighteen. The Martello Tower Group will once again be running a special event station GB5RC from the Radio Caroline ship the MV Ross Revenge. Over a long weekend 3rd to the 5th of August. They have also arranged trips out to visit the ship for a tour including studios, transmitter room, etc 9x for under the expedition. Members of the Italian DX team will be active as 9X0T between September the 27th and October the 10th, 2018. Activity will be on 160 to 6 meters using CWSSB and RITI. RITI will only be on 14.084kHz. QSL via i2YSB, direct only. For PK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FU, q Inningham.
0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Col, VK3LED, with this
9: week's worldwide special interest group news. First up, ATV. Every pixel tells a story. The next SSTV image downlinks are planned for June 29 to July 1. These images will commemorate the various satellites that the ARIS team has developed and hand-deployed from the ISS. These will include the first satellite deployment from ISS, Suitsat-1-Radio-Scaf-1, which was deployed in February 2006. Worldwide Special Interest Group's CW, AWRL member and Curtis KIA chip developer Jack Curtis, K6KU, is now Silent Key. The developer of the groundbreaking Curtis Morse Kia chip, John G. Jack Curtis, K6KU-XW3NSJ of Granite Bay, California, has passed away after a long illness. Growing up in Pennsylvania, Jack became fascinated with the magic of amateur radio, and it would eventually become his career. After receiving a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering in 1952, he was employed by Sperry Rand, served in the U.S. Navy in Japan, and worked for Corning Glass, earning three patents, and for Cynetics. Jack started Curtis Electro Devices on the side in 1968 and marketed his prototype electronic Morse Iambic the EK-38, which had DIT memory. The follow-on EK-39 had DAR memory and weight control, with later models offering a small scratch memory. Putting the electronics on a chip revolutionized CW keying. In their heyday, Curtis Chips were at the heart of an array of commercial memory CW keyers, were incorporated into amateur transceivers, and were favourites of home brewers. Jack was 87. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Young Timers. The Doocy Island de-expedition team continues to gather momentum towards its operations as VP6D on October 20th through to November 3rd. The newest member of the pilot team is 15-year-old Mason Matrazo, KM4SII, who made his debut de-expedition last year at age 14, operating from Iceland. He is heading for Kurakeo next month as PJ2-KM4SII. For more information about this much-awaited South Pacific D de- expedition visit vp6d.com. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Rescue Radio, Magnetic Island to Townsville Swim. A great day out on the water, playing with radios to the sound of Migaloo, and 100-plus marathon swimmers thrashing across Cleveland Bay. Main comms on VHF with some UHF comms with clubbies and aircraft. It's also highly recommended that operators attend the swim briefing to meet the competitors, organisers and skippers. Saturday 28th July, Maggie Island to Townsville Swim briefing session from 1pm, and Sunday 29th July, Maggie Island to Townsville Swim from 7am at the Strand Park. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Summits on the Air, the ZS SOTA Weekend. Lucas Swart, ZS6ACT, has made arrangements that the SOTA team of SID, ZS5AYC and Adele, ZS5APT, Tyler and Lucas, ZS6ACT and Magda Swart, ZS6MMS, will be activating two summits in the Sanai Pass area over the weekend. Listen out and up for these ZS SOTA calls. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Lowdown. Sweden's World Heritage Grimerton radio station SAQ Alexanderson Alternator will be on the air today, July 1, on 17.2 kHz for its annual Alexanderson Day transmission. Three transmissions are scheduled. Start-up tuning at 0815 UTC, message transmission from 0845 UTC, start-up tuning at 1015 UTC, message transmission at 1045 UTC, and start-up and tuning at 1215 UTC, message transmission at 1245 UTC. All three transmission events will be available via YouTube a radio station SK6SAQ will be active on CW 7.035 MHz or 14.035 MHz or SSB on 3.755 MHz with two operating positions planned. The World Heritage Grimerton radio station site will be open to the public on Alexanderson Day today, July 1st. I'm Cole vk VK3LED, leaving you this week with reports from VK2KMI and VK6CW. CSW
10: reminding you that tomorrow is the first Monday of the month, time for the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's July Bulletin to go to air. This month, as well as all the latest club news, Ian VK3JS will be presenting an item written by WIA historian Peter Wolfenden on the WIA Sound Archives, plus another about the development of WIA broadcasts in VK6. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is most welcome to tune in and to join in the callbacks afterwards. The broadcast originates in Melbourne at 10am local time on the VK3REC 2 C two-meter repeater with simultaneous relays on 1825kHz and 7146kHz. At 01UTC for Eastern States listeners... HANS VK5YX will transmit the program on 20 metres on 14.150 MHz. At zero two hundred UTC, for West Australian listeners, the program is transmitted simultaneously on 7088 kHz and also via the linked repeater network. At night, the broadcast is repeated at 20.30 hours Melbourne Time on 80 metres on 3650 kHz in Tasmania at 19.30 on the VK7 RAA and 7RTC networks plus a TV presentation by Tony VK7AX at 20.30 hours Tasmanian Time From Tuesday you can download the audio file from the club website at www.raotc.org.au, where you'll also find full details about our club. So tune in tomorrow for the July RAOTC Bulletin. 7-3 from Clive, VK6,
4: CSW. Special Interest Groups, YLs around the world. La Radio en Rosa. The duo Rosa is the women's version of the Giro d'Italia cycling race. Running concurrently with the race is a special event station, especially for YLs, La Radio and Rosa. The special event station will operate from each stage of the race from 6 July to 15 July. Details are in the text version of this broadcast. Creating environments that support women. Welcoming women requires addressing the behaviours that alienate women. Typically women are expected to change to fit into environments dominated by men, yet men are just allowed to be who they are. Research into women's experience in environments dominated by men, such as amateur radio, reveal a great deal. Numerical underrepresentation and negative stereotypes contribute to negative environments for women. Cantor's nineteen seventy seven theory of proportional representation suggests that women who are numerical minorities tokens will experience additional stresses. Specifically women are expected to represent women as a group men are placed under no such expectations there are many studies that reveal women are better at soft skills people skills the non-technical intangible personality specific skills that determine your strengths as a leader listener negotiator and conflict mediator hard skills on the other hand are what might appear on your resume but it's more complicated than that women have an expectation that an environment that supports them will be an environment that values, respects and mirrors those soft skills. I'm Kimberly Olson, VK2 KMI.
1: So to the social scene 2018, July 2-6 to 6 in VK4, Theresa Creek Camp Out, it's all week long, July 2 right through to the 6th. July 7 and 8 in VK3, Gipps Tech 2018, this will be the 21st annual Gippsland Technical Conference. August 4 in VK3, Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club Hamfest. In VK4, the Central Highlands Amateur Radio Club's AGM weekend at Lake Maraboon. That takes place September 21 to 23. And September 28 to October 1, also in VK4, the Cardwell Gathering. November 11 in VK5, Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest. The VK7 Hamfest, Miena Community Centre, November 17th. Looking ahead to next year, 2019, May 3-6 in VK4, the Clearview Gathering. Now, Clearview is between Mackay and Rockhampton.
0: From Australia, this has been VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at
7: wia.org.au.